Welcome to The Daily Sales Show, hosted by Sell Better. All right, what's up, everyone? What's up? Welcome back to The Sell Better Daily Show. We're going to get started in a few minutes. Uh, we're waiting for people to jump on in, but in a few minutes, we're going to get started, go through some slides, and kick off the show. Um, while we're waiting, let us know in the comments where you're calling in from. Let us know in the comments where you're calling in from. I'm in Detroit, Michigan. Um, and uh, Maria, I'm going to ask you while we're waiting for folks to jump in, and Eric, I want to go to you as well. Um, since this is a show on using AI for enterprise SDRs, uh, what do you think is the hardest part about being an enterprise SDR? Well, I would say that the hardest part is definitely standing out. Because when you're sending, for example, you're sending an email to a prospect, you know that other 50, 60 SDRs are reaching out to the same prospect. And so you want to make sure that you're standing out and, you know, um, getting through to that person. So that would be the hardest part. Like, uh, like what about you, Elric? Yeah, I think it's the same. Uh, because enterprise accounts, they are pretty, uh, I would say, fam fam a lot of people want to, to contact them. So it's pretty tough to, to engage with C-levels or directors or it's finding the person who will reply to your email, but also to your, email, to your outreach, but also being relevant uh, to, to that business. Nice. All right, cool. We're going to get started. Uh, if you're just joining us now, let us know where you're calling in from in the chat. I see uh, James Buckley in the chat, one of my favorite Sell Better hosts. Welcome, James. Um, cool. So this is, I think this is part five of the AI series that we've been doing here at Sell Better. Today, we're going to talk about specifically for the enterprise sellers and SDRs, how you can use AI to be more efficient in your job. And we have two enterprise SDR leaders here. Uh, my name is Jed Marley. I'm the director of sales at Mailshake. I'm here with Maria Mata. She is the uh, enterprise SDR team lead at Invoca. And with Elric Leglor, uh, he's uh, founding BDR at Caster Doc. He's got an awesome podcast too. Check him out. Um, I think I joined the podcast a few months ago, but definitely go check that out on his LinkedIn. Um, for context, here at Sell Better, we're doing this daily show every single weekday. Also go to the YouTube channel and the website. A bunch of free content, courses, um, free guides, just really good stuff. I did a course on uh, LinkedIn Sales Navigator a couple months ago. Check that out. There's a bunch of really good stuff there. I uh, want to say thank you to our partners, Sales Blazer by Salesforce and Bidyard for making these shows possible. I'm going to put a link in the chat. Salesforce or Sales Blazer by Salesforce actually released a free uh, in-depth AI guide. Uh, they interviewed a bunch of different people and put together a bunch of different tactics and also just kind of thought pieces on the future of AI. So if there's kind of anybody to listen to, I definitely would pay attention to what Salesforce is saying. So check out that guide. It's a really cool PDF. Again, it's completely free. Um, and in terms of today's agenda, we're going to get started pretty soon. But we're going to talk about three really actionable ways you can use AI, some tools that Elric and Maria are using. We're going to talk about how to analyze 10Ks and save a lot of time as an enterprise seller using AI, how to filter through accounts and find the best ones to target, how to research your prospects more efficiently, because obviously with enterprise, you have to spend a lot more time researching and being targeted. So I'm going to stop sharing my screen real quick. And before we get started with the tactics, because we have a 30-minute show, we're going to cover a good amount. Um, I want to hear from you, Maria, first. Uh, when did you kind of start learning about AI? How has it helped you? And what, what were kind of the process you went, processes you went through to start actually utilizing it? Because I know AI can seem like this big, scary subject, and not everybody yeah. knows how to get started. So let's hear some uh, advice for the audience on how you did it. Yeah, I would say that back in February this year is when I really started diving into it. So my manager is really cool when it comes to tools and AI stuff. He always, you know, just tells us, go after it. If you find something that you think might be a good fit, just, you know, bring it in and we'll we'll test it out. And so I started using LinkedIn pretty actively this year. And I follow some really cool content creators there. And that's all that's usually where I find like the the better tools, right? Like what 
SDRs are using and what could be a good fit for for what I'm doing right now. Awesome. Love it. So LinkedIn is where you're getting most of your kind of research in it. And I agree. It's kind of the same thing for me. There's lots of great AI creators. Elric, actually, I, I'm keep shouting you out, man, but you got a newsletter where you've shared like really cool AI tactics as well. Check that out. Uh, but what about you, Elric? How did you start learning about AI and how has it helped yeah. you so far? Yeah, so I started to use um, ChatGPT and AI specifically when I joined Castordoc because um, I moved to a new industry. Uh, so Castordoc is in the data cloud industry, so Snowflake Databricks, uh, they are the big players in, in, in this industry. And so for me, it was learning a new biopersona, and that's how I started to use it because I didn't understand the pains of uh, chief data officers, VP of data. Even though I had trainings and boarding inside the company, I still wanted to, to do more. So I was using ChatGPT to understand uh, the key changes or the day-to-day -day of um, uh, data leaders. So that's how I started to use it. And how I'm learning how to use it, it's LinkedIn, Twitter mainly. I'm using Twitter to find like, on Twitter, I think you have a lot of good, uh, good content to, to show how they're using uh, ChatGPT and a lot of uh, tests or so. Um, so I think by testing it, I improved the prompts and uh, now my prompts, I think you can still improve them, but the more you use it and the more you can improve your prompts actually. Interesting. So you're uh, finding AI resources on Twitter. Are there any specific creators you'd recommend to follow on Twitter? Uh, I don't have any name on top of my mind right now, but I can send them to you after. Yeah, all good, all good. Yeah. Um, cool. Let's uh, let's jump right in with some of these tactics. Maria, I think I want to start with you because you were talking about how you're using ChatGPT to um, learn more and research a prospect specifically so you can write a personalized email. Can you walk us through um, some of that process? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to share my screen, so bear with me. Yeah, for sure. Can you see it? Yes. Oh, I love these slides. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I love Canva. So, um, you know, as I said, I started using ChatGPT at the beginning of the year, so back in February. And the way that I like thinking about it is how can I stand out? What can I, you know, uh, say to this this prospect that I'm reaching out that's going to resonate with them? So I like using it to personalize my messages. So the first step will always be to identify the prospect's role. And obviously, you want to understand a problem. I feel like when you're selling, you're telling a story. And everybody loves a story where a problem was solved. Um, so the prompt I like going, I always go with the same prompt. Um, obviously, I test different things out, but this is the one that works the best for me. And I also found this on LinkedIn. I'm pretty sure that a creator named Isabella Bedoya posted it. I'm not mistaken. And then I just kind of stole from her. Um, so the prompt is, you know, act like prospect role at company and list at least three challenges in bullet point form that this person might be facing in their role in 2023. Um, I like taking the economy and the state of those industries in, into consideration just because, you know, sometimes people have budgets and then the next day their budgets are cut. And so you want to make sure that you're adding that up. Um, so I'm going to share how that would look on ChatGPT here. Awesome. So uh, I'm, in, I'm working at Invoca. I'm not sure if anybody's familiar with Invoca, but our bread and butter is in digital marketing and helping digital marketers thrive. And so uh, for this prompt, I just went with something that I would usually go with, which is act like a digital marketer. And the only reason why I picked Liberty Mutual is because last night I was listening to... Um, I was actually watching something on TV and there was the commercial came on and I was listening to that Liberty, Liberty, Liberty and got stuck in my head. 
But yeah, so acts like a, lit- a digital market is a liberty mutual and the three challenges. And this is what ChatGPT will give you. So they it literally lists like the top three challenges that that person might be facing. Um, and this kind of helps you just have a better idea of how you can personalize that message. And if that's not enough, because obviously ChatGPT can be a little bit a, a little bit chatty and there's a lot of content here. Um, you obviously want to, you know, skim through it. So the next part would be to ask for more information, right? So you can now add list each symptom for the challenge above with short and concise answers only. So let's see if I have it here. And let's see what it says. Yeah, so now you have bullet points. What, one thing I wanted to mention too, Maria, because you, you just did something that took me a while to realize as well, is that with ChatGPT, it's not like you just upload a prompt and then take the information and go. It's a back and forth conversation. I like to think about it as kind of like your personal assistant. It's your Somebody best buddy. Great. Yeah, exactly. So this is this is really solid. Yeah, I love it. And I feel like from this, you can use it multiple times. Like, as you can see, I am prospecting into Liberty Mutual, which is in the insurance industry, right? So I don't I don't have to use it solely for Liberty Mutual. I can use it for a digital marketer in any other company in the, in the insurance space. Uh, and so, you know, that these are some of the problems that they are seeing. So let's say that, you know, I want to let's see which one I'm going to pick here. Mm-hmm. Let's just say I pick something out of this and I will personalize an email out of this, right? Uh, and so the way that I usually structure my email is, hey, person, hey, John Doe, this is my research on your company. And you want to make sure that you're tying it into the hook, right? So the problem that applies to their role. And I like ending it with a question. And so this is what I had after, you know, I used ChatGPT to personalize that message. Uh, data sharing concerns. It seems like that's one of the challenges from what ChatGPT told me. And so, hey, John Doe, customer concerns about data security in the space continue to increase. Many people choose to convert offline because of it. So here I'm I'm trying to sell it, sell in Boca, right? Because that's what I, I love selling. So uh, you seem to encourage customers to use that channel, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I'm also using an AI uh, coach here, which is called Lavender. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, uh, but okay. it helps me a lot. So. The, the best thing for me about Lavender is that it stops me from just going off a tangent um, and just kind kind of like helps me reel it in because sometimes you have a lot of information that you want to put on, on an email and you just don't have enough time, right? Like a person's uh, attention span, span is really short and you want to make sure you're catching your attention right away. Um, so yeah, so I, I repeat the same process for different industries, like I said. And I like exploring different AI tools as well to pair up with ChatGPT. Like I said, Lavender is one of my favorites. And I have a couple of other ones here that I wanted to mention, which is Lead IQ, which I use a lot for prospecting and just uh, trying to find information. Um, sometimes it's really hard to find a phone number or an email. And Lead IQ has a great AI for that. Orem, which is a power dialer. If you guys are not familiar with it and you're new to the SDR role, Totally recommend taking a look into it because it's going to save you so much time. Um, and then Wordtune, which I'll also show here in, in a second. Um, I use Wordtune both for emails and for LinkedIn as well. 
Uh, I'm going to jump into Wartoon really quick so they can take a look at. So let's say yeah. I am putting attracting new talent is a headache and ramping up new agents take time, right? And now I have creative block. Like I can't think of anything else to go with it. What Wartoon does. Sorry, that's good. So this is the problem you took from ChatGPT, right? And now you're taking this into Wartoon to expand on it and write an email. And for context, by the way, everyone, Wordtune, from what, I, from what I understand, you can uh, start a free trial. I think there's pretty inexpensive monthly plans as well. But just wanted to clarify, so you're expanding on the problem that you took from ChatGPT, right? Absolutely. So it, awesome. for me, it always starts LinkedIn and ChatGPT and the rest just, it, it's it's bliss. Everything else just connects. And so let's say I am, I'm putting on Wordtune, attracting new talent is a headache and ramping up new agents takes time. That's all I can come up with. And I need to write an email, right? So you can just ask Wordtune to spice it up for you. And so let's just ask, like, let's say I want to expand on it. You want to expand on it. So attracting new talent is a headache and ramping up new agents takes time. Uh, and uh, how this can be solved. Nice. That's super cool. So it gives you something super cool just to go with it. And, you know, if this is not enough, it will give you another suggestion. Um, yeah, and you can just play with it. I, my favorite part of this is that, you know, like I said, you want to stand out when you're sending out emails because a lot of people are sending out emails to the same person. And so if you want to, you know, maybe say, uh, just tell a little joke, Wordtune will help you with that. So you can just say, make a joke. Oh, it's interesting. And now it adds a little a joke to it. So companies should also provide employees snacks and maybe a company pet for added incentive to stay. And so, yeah, I absolutely love this tool. Yeah, no, this is super cool. And um, I definitely encourage folks to kind of, you know, try a free trial and see how that works for them. I think the chat GPT prompt as well. And I know a lot of people are asking the in the chat, will they get the recording? You will get the recording. I recommend going back and screenshotting, grabbing that prompt. I think that's super tactical, something that any SDR, whether you're an enterprise or not, can use. Um, I want to throw up a poll right now, actually, for the folks here who have used AI. Do you feel like you've used AI to your benefit in the last six to 12 months or not? I think we're going to throw up the poll momentarily. But while we're waiting on that, Elric, Elric do you want to um, pull up some of the uh, information you got on analyzing 10Ks? Yes, absolutely. So uh, right now, I'm going to to show you how I'm using uh, ChatGPT uh, to read and analyze 10Ks. And that's something also you can use with not just in case, but transcripts of podcast episodes, for example, but I'm going to show you a few examples. Um, so I'm going to share my screen and share with you uh, the first step um, for this. So uh, I'm going to take um, even bright as an example. That's one of my target accounts, actually, at Castor.doc. Right. So um, the first step is to find the 10K. Uh, I think ChatGPT can find it, but I prefer to go find the right ones because you can now you have plugins with ChatGPT4. Uh, but if you don't know how to find the 10K, uh, you, if you go after a public company, you type investor page and the name of the company, and you will find the, the page. So specifically for Eventbrite right now, because we're already in Q3, um, I'm not going to use the 10K, I'm going to use the 10Q uh, because uh, you have 10Ks and 10Qs. 10Ks is at the beginning of the year and 10Q is uh, an update of the 10K uh, during the, the year. So uh, 
Here, for example, I'm going to use a thank you from uh, August uh, that I'm going to use. And in the background, actually, I was running it because it takes a bit of time. So I'm using uh, ChatGPT4, and I'm explaining why, because I need, um, I'm going to just open new chat. So I'm using ChatGPT4, and I'm using two plugins. I'm using web requests, and the other one is WebPilot. So those two uh, plugins, actually, they help me to, if I give a link to ChatGPT, ChatGPT is able to go to the link and read uh, the PDF or a website, for example. And then I can ask specific uh, prompt, I can ask specific tasks to ChatGPT to do with this specific link. So right now, um, I'm going to explain the, the prompt and I'm going to show you the, the answer after that. So uh, the first part is act like a top SDR uh, because I want to give to ChatGPT um, the persona that uh, I want to, to have for, for this specific prompt. The second thing is read this quarterly report. So the report I found here, I used the PDF link and I imported it here. Then I have two, two more parts. So the, the third part is what are the five main initiatives that are relevant for my podcaster, a data catalog? You need to say why and how they're relevant to my product and how Castor can solve this or help with this initiative. Then um, that's something I can use in my Twitch to get attention from the executive team. And don't write an email, just give me the initiative. And here, it's important to mention that because ChatGPT write the email if you don't say that. So, gotcha. <laughs> um, and then the last thing also, it's um, because uh, the thank you, for example, it's 50 page, but the thank you at the beginning of the year, it can be 150 pages and ChatGPT has limits and the limit is they can't read everything. So to narrow down the research, I say to identify those relevant initiatives to Castor, dive deeper in those two four sections, business, risk factors, management, discussion analysis, and financial statements. And then also mention where you find them because if I want to, to go to the doc and find the information, uh, for me it's quicker to, to find this. Um, and here, that's the, um, the, the reply from ChatGPT. Um, it's going to explain really quickly what I find the information, but the most interesting information from it is here. So for example, I'm just going to focus on one because if not, I'm, I can spend so much time on it, but <laughs> um, basically it's going to say, hey, uh, one initiative is data utilization analysis. Even Brett mentioned the importance of data to provide actionable insight to creators to help them sell more tickets reach new audiences, increase um, attendee satisfaction. Why it's relevant to Castor? Uh, Castor, it's the data catalog and kind of even write organizing categories this fast amount of data, making it easier for the creators to access and choose data for insight. And how? By streamlining data access, uh, Castor can enhance the eff efficiency of data-driven decision-making process. And where, where I can find the information is here, found in the business section and other platform heading. So basically, um, I don't have the email ready yet, but here I pretty much everything uh, from the 10K or thank you uh, that I can use to 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 write my email. Yeah, that's really that's awesome. I like how it's telling you how it's specifically relevant to your company, right? It's kind of like doing the work or connecting the dots for you. Exactly. And because at the beginning, I think uh, the mistake I was doing was just say, hey, uh, give me a summary of this 10K or thank you. And the information obviously is not relevant, but here it's, ChatGPT need to tell me why it's relevant to me for my products because um, 
10 k it's so much information so yeah. and then um yeah. I, I don't have like an, ex an example ready for this one but i can show you exactly the same process but for a podcast transcript i did uh, with another account so gong i booked a meeting with gong actually and that's my biggest opportunity uh through chat so same process but it's i use the transcript um, of an, um, an interview that I found on Spotify. So the podcast is the data engineering show. Uh, then I found that they have a transcript from the episode. So I, then I follow pretty much the same process. I use a link of the um, transcript here. So I act like the best SDR in the world, read and analyze the transcript of this interview about going data team, the link, and then after reading it and analyzing it, yeah, I don't need to be that much specific because it's not that long right, if you compare to a 10K, so it can be uh, not that much specific. So, and here it's the reply, and the reply is pretty similar. Uh, it gives me five initiatives, and then same, the how, uh, how we can help them, and why ChatGPT said this part is important for us. Um, so here an example of the email I've sent, for example. So. Uh, the name of the guest was Yarilin Bernardo, so it's the uh, director of engineering at Gong. And this email I sent it to different people at the company. And so basically, I used, um, so I say, yeah, Yarin mentioned that engineering show that Gong is integrating data from various sources. This can be a complex and time consuming process. Our tool can make it easier to integrate and use data from different sources. And can I get your feedback on what we are building? And same as Maria, I used um, Lavender to, to write this because obviously if I, your email can be really long. And then, uh, I, yeah, uh, I sent something similar to on LinkedIn and I got, I got a reply and booked it. And right now we are still in talking with that. That's awesome. It's a really I think process. I remember in my early days as an SDR, uh, listening, uh, like spending hours listening to podcasts, trying to find those like relevant snippets that I can use in my emails. I didn't know you could actually use ChatGPT to uh, to analyze all that though. That that saves a lot of time. Yes, and that's so good to to that. Um, if you can find the transcript for podcasts, sometimes you don't have the transcript, so I go on YouTube to find if there is a video because generally you have the transcript of the video, even though they didn't include the subtitle or stuff like that. Yeah, really interesting. Um, I want to, uh, so real quick, we're going to go through Q&A in about three or four minutes. Um, so definitely drop your questions in the Q&A uh, side of things. If you put it in the chat, we might miss it, but put that in the Q&A. I already see a couple. We're going to go through those in the end. Um, I want to get, Elric, I want to go back to you real quick because you've also talked about how you use AI to find competitors of your customers and you use yeah. this to write relevant emails. Can you talk to us about that real quick? Yeah, sure. Really interesting one. Um, so if you want, I can show you really quickly. So I, it's already, it's ready. So um, yeah. the, I'm going to show you the prompts. Uh, so why I'm using this, it's uh, because enterprise customers, uh, when you talk about the competitor, generally they will be curious about what the competitor is, is doing. So at Castor, we have Stuart. So maybe in the US, it's not really um, a famous name, but in Europe, it's uh, pretty big. So it's a... Uh, um, a lead, a last mile B2B delivery platform. So I'm not really familiar with those in North America, but we have a reply here. But basically what I'm doing is I want to find um, competitors of Strat uh, or customers. Why? It's because I want to, if this company is using my product, I know a similar company, so their competitors will be interested in our um, product. So it's pretty an easy one, but I'm saying, hey, using the description of SWAT, give me the five biggest competitors of SWAT in North America and the five biggest in EMEA. And here's SWAT description. And I'm doing this because if you don't 
give the description of the company. Uh, they don't know of, uh, what company, so ChatGPT doesn't know which company you are talking about. And so here, uh, I give some context. And so the more specific you are, the more uh, specific will be your reply. So that's how I'm using it. And then you have the reply here. Same here, I use the, um, the plugin, WebPilot, and the other one to, to find this because ChatGPT is going to, to Google or read articles to find this information. And then I have the five competitors of Strat in the US, for example, and Canada, and then I mean in Europe. Awesome. That's awesome. Really cool, man. Is that plugin how you get past the 2021 data in yep. terms of? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Question yeah. about that earlier. That's a really good point. So, um, yes, I'm using those plugins because if you don't use that, you have the limit of uh, 2021. And then you, you can't do that with ChatGPT 3.5. It's only with ChatGPT 4. Awesome. Good stuff. Maria, anything else to add for you before we go into Q&A around how you're using AI or maybe just thoughts on what Eric shared so far? Oh, this is sensational, Eric. I loved it. Uh, I feel like it is so important to, that's another piece to it, right? Like understanding the competitors that are going against the person that you're reaching out to, the company that you're reaching out to, that's just, it, it is great. I mean, I'm going to start using it because I haven't done it. I'm going to start doing the same thing. I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, of course. Good stuff, everyone. We have, uh, so uh, if y'all want to fire away with questions in the Q&A, go ahead. Uh, we've got one, because I've, I've heard this tool come up before, and I'm interested if you guys have used it. It's called Bard. It's an AI tool. I've actually never looked into it too much, but they they mentioned, have you tried Bard? Uh, anything it does better um, compared to the prompts on ChatGPT? Do either of you have experience with that tool? I have not. No, I have uh, not used Bard. I did. Um, so when Bard, they launched Bard, actually, I use it. I tried to use it because it had the same function as the plugin that, that I'm using with ChatGPT for, but it's not accurate. So because right today, what I'm sharing with you, and I don't know for you, Maria, but that's tries and errors from the past few months. So, <laughs> yeah. And uh, what I'm showing you, it's accurate because a bird is not accurate. I, I try it when they, they launch it. Right now, maybe it's more accurate, but I don't know. But when I use it, it, it was not accurate. So I stopped using it. That's what I was saying before. Like I have a couple prompts that I use and I stick to them because it is so hard to find the correct prompts that will sh like share you know, meaningful information that you can actually use. Um, and like to your point with Bard, I haven't tried it, but you know, I'm glad that you know ChatGPT is working, and I'm gonna stick to it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think the good thing about ChatGPT too is just all the additional plugins that you kind of showed as well, Elric. Um, there's like a bunch of different things you can add to make it even more efficient. Um, we got another question: Have you tried Reggie.ai uh, from Brandon Huff here? And I'll I'll throw that to to both of you if either of you have tried it. But I also want to expand on that. Any other like AI, uh, generative AI tools have you tried uh, beyond ChatGPT? I was going to say Perplexity. I really enjoy Perplexity. I'm pretty sure Perplexity is built on ChatGPT, though, if I'm not mistaken. If you're going with the pro uh, version of it, I think it's uh, built on ChatGPT4. But it's great for research, right? Like if you want to research a company and you want to get some more details on that that company, Perplexity is super fast, and it will also give you the where they're taking those resources from, so the web pages, and so you have access to all that accurate information so that you know where it's coming from and that it's actually accurate, right? It's not fake news. I really enjoy per Perplexity. Interesting. What about you, Alrick? Have you tried uh, Reggie.ai? And I'm going to check out Perplexity as well. 
You may, I've heard a couple of people mention it. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it's a really good one. I never tried, but I'm going to check it uh, because I'm curious. No. Yeah, and, uh, I, I totally recommend it. And to answer your question, Jen, I didn't try it, but I tried a few other ones. Um, but I think until now, ChatGPT is um, the most accurate or the one that's currently saving me time. Uh, the other ones are not saving me time for now. Awesome. We got another one from Robert Hicks here. Um, are these uh, tools that we've recommended so far on the show, are they affordable for an individual or does your company pay for them? And I, I want to kind of mention one thing on that too. I think, uh, you know, I remember being an SDR, there were a lot of tools I paid for myself. I paid for Lavender individually. Um, if your company pays for it, that's great as well. But I think most of these tools do, most of these tools do offer free trials. And I think, you know, if you're willing to invest 20, 30, even up to 50 bucks a month, which um, to, just for some of the greater returns it can do, especially in sales. If you, it's it's pretty easy to tie kind of ROI to investing in a tool. It's absolutely worth it. But I'm curious your guys' thoughts. Are you paying for them individually or is your company paying for them? Yeah, I'm a big believer that you get what you put in. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you want to spend a little bit more money, you know, from your own pocket into uh, an AI tool that you think it's going to be, you know, um, good long-term for you, then I totally recommend you do it. But, you know, I'm lucky enough that my company pays for a couple of these tools. So for example, Lavender, I know that you said that you paid out of pocket, um, but, you know, I'm lucky enough that my company uh, pays for that and Orem as well. Um, but yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they have, like you said, free trials that you can just test out. You know, ChatGPT, I don't use ChatGPT for. Uh, I use the free version of ChatGPT and it works pretty well for me. So I feel like there are lots of options and it's just, it's just worth exploring. Elric, what about you? Um, so for ChatGPT, I, I paid for myself. Um, and why? It's just because I didn't wait to, my, for my company to, to pay it for us. It's because I saw it, I say, when they launched the ChatGPT for us, I need to try it and I want to figure out how it works. So that's why. Yeah, it seems like you're getting the value from it too. You look like a power user with all the yeah. plugins and everything. So. I don't blame you. That would be my recommendation. Start with 3.5, just the free chat GBT upgrade if you want all the additional plugins. With the 10K stuff, we were on a call with Morgan Ingram, uh, I think like a month ago. He talked about how if you don't have that plugin, you don't want to pay for the, the PDF plugin or, or whatnot, you can just copy uh, pieces of the text and have chat GBT analyze that. Yes, there's a text limit, but you can do parts of that piece by piece. But yep. we're at the 2.30 uh, minute mark. So thanks everybody for joining. Just to kind of recap, we went through kind of some background on how you can start learning about AI, some of the benefits that they've seen here, as well as three, honestly, four different tactics you can use between analyzing 10Ks, personalizing emails, doing research on your prospects, a bunch of different tools, and then how to find competitors of your customers to find really solid accounts to go after. So Maria and Elric, where can they go find you guys if they want to learn more about you? I say check me out on LinkedIn. I'm over there. Always up for a chat. I think Sell Better just dropped my LinkedIn um, link to, uh, on a chat. So yeah, just check that out. Yes, yeah, same as Maria. Uh, you can go on LinkedIn and check my profile. So thanks, Jen. Thanks, Maria, for the conversation. Thank you. Thank Great. you. This was awesome. Yep. Thanks, everyone. Have a good thanks, week. Thanks, everyone. Yeah.